0: Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us.
1: My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity,
0: you might actually learn something. Tyler, let them know what you're going to be discussing this week, please. Ryan, this week we have another Happy Death Day that is going to sadden the old and the young alike. And we're going to be talking about a very rare labor win for Americans everywhere. What about you, Ryan?
1: This week, I give you some real basic advice for eluding a murder rap. And we talk about a new perspective of the slap heard around the world. Ah. Oh. So let's go ahead and get into it. I am not a rule follower, Tyler. I am not a rule follower, nor have I ever been. I mean, the big ones.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, minus that whole murder thing. You've pretty much followed the law to a T. Listen to me. Nine out of ten commandments, not too bad. That's 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 a that's an A minus. You would definitely pass high school with those grades. That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> Biblical college. No, I'm not a rule follower. And what I mean by that is, I don't just blindly follow rules because they've been put in place. I figure out what is best for me. And then I try to hold myself to a moral standard. What's your take on that?
0: Do you mean that, that you don't want to follow orders in the way that it affects you or you just mean in general? Like if I think that this order, even though it benefits me is morally wrong, I won't do it. Um, wait, say that one more time. If I think that if, if you think that something's morally wrong, but it benefits you, you still won't do it. Uh, It's not about how
1: it affects you. It's
0: the overall request.
1: What I believe is right. Mm -hmm. So in other words, I think a lot of laws, I think a lot of rules are made to steer. I don't want to say stupid people. Uh, You know, I I honestly don't want to be offensive, but jaywalking. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jaywalking. You got to cross the street here or you got to cross the street here. That is to stop dumb people from dying, Tyler. (laughs) Am I wrong about that? I I don't know how to sugarcoat (laughs) it. I mean, I, I <laughs> am 100% confident in my ability to cross the street. Okay. um, Yeah, but what about drunk drivers? What about, you know, murderers? Those people could kill me at the crosswalk. I'm not going to go completely out of my way when, if I do receive some sort of retribution for doing something on my own, I'm not above consequences. I'm not saying that I should... I, I'm always right. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be any sort of consequences if I do something wrong, but... I believe so many rules are made for people who are just foolish.
0: I think that we will need to go into Week in Review and find the origin of the jaywalking law because while I'm sure the law won't say, so stupid people don't die, I would like to hear or read what brought it on. Like, was there just so many people getting hit by cars that were like, all right, we got to do something about this?
1: Uh, For sure. And I would say that there are lots of situations like that. But let's say, and I'm just pulling this up out of nowhere. We talked last week about marijuana. Okay. Now, obviously, it's gonna have some effect on your respiratory system. Mm -hmm. But
0: an awesome effect.
1: He does not speak for all of us, okay? (laughs) That was Tyler Menendez. I I don't double- medicinal. I don't double in the devil's lettuce. Medicinal, right? People with glaucoma should just grit their teeth and bear it, like our forefathers. (laughs) And be blind. (laughs) Yes. It was weird having forefathers. All the kid made fun of us at elementary. But what I do believe is. The government is telling you, you can drink alcohol, which in my perspective is way more damaging, damaging to society Mm -hmm. uh, than marijuana. But they say, don't do it. Why not? Because we said so. I mean, right. If you're willing to take on those respiratory risks, who, who are you to tell me what I should and shouldn't do? And I, I choose for myself, no. I just say no, Tyler. Oh, wow. Like well, you ta- me the moral high ground. That's exactly right. Wow. That's, it's wow. Easy- how, how did you get up there? It's easier to shoot <laughs> down, Tyler.
0: <laughs> Killbox is what they call it. <laughs> I, uh, I will even take that a step further. And I will say that I personally, Tyler Menendez, do not think that anybody should be able to tell each of us what we can and can't do with our own bodies. A
1: libertarian over here.
0: I mean, kind of, I don't like labels, down with labels, but yes, it's my body. Who the hell are you to tell me I can't uh, become a drug addict? Who who are you to tell me that I can't become addicted to things or even kill myself? We don't want you to do those things, but it's my body. Again, Tyler speaking for himself, okay? That's okay. I stand by that. I think that it's your body. You should be allowed to do whatever you want to it.
1: I was just joking. I'm not rooting for people to kill themselves.
0: Uh, I, agree. oh, you know what? That went over my head. <laughs> you don't say I was just sitting
1: here staring at the camera. <laughs> I know. Like, I was wow. like What is he doing? That is a controversial stance that this guy just took. So I agree. And all of the idea of government getting more and more involved in all of our little, you know, decisions on a daily basis is something that I think that we should be worried about and vigilant of instead of worrying about, I don't know, whatever's going on in pop culture at this moment.
0: Gay people, Ryan transsexuals. No, we should definitely be worried Will about Smith- them. Will Smith... Why? And their
1: flourishment. We <laughs> want to see them happy and we want to see them Good go, recovery! Tyler. When it comes <laughs> to fixing your mistakes, my name is Ryan. And my name
0: is Tyler. And
1: we are those guys you hate. Tyler, what's going on, buddy? (laughs) Not much, buddy. How you doing? Uh, Pretty good. I just wrote that right into the show sheet. Just, just, oh. Hello. Does it say to wave like that? No, I made that up on the spot because I am an actor. Welcome to another Those Guys Who Hate Session 114, Tyler. I am so happy to be here with you like I am every week.
0: Agreed, Ryan. There's so much going on in the world. There are so many topics, so many important things to discuss, and I'm sure we will barely touch on any of them.
1: That is exactly right. Let's get into it. <laughs> Tyler, I've been listening to Dateline
0: for like three years, man.
1: You're exactly right, Tyler. I, I've always loved true crime. As a matter of fact, I grew up on Forensic Files, which I, I, if you're not familiar with Forensic Files, it is a 30-minute TV show. On court TV or HGN or whatever. I mean, wherever you're going to find it. It's now. on at any point in time. It's mm-hmm. on right now. Yeah. <laughs> and what I loved about it is I've just always been interested in the thought process of investigation and in the psychology of people who kill. Sure. Sometimes because they like it, sometimes it's situational, and it's just always called to me, which is probably a red flag for. A couple things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amongst many of your red flag. uh, You know what it is? There's so much blood that you can't even determine what's a flag anymore. It (laughs) it used to be a yellow flag, but now it's just a straight up red flag. So
1: uh, I would never want to tell Dateline how to do their job. I think they're doing a great. The reason that I switched to Dateline is because it's just like Forensic Files but they twisted it a little scandal. They mm-hmm. get into people's personal business and it just works. You know what I mean? Yeah. The
0: good thing about these kind of shows is they are timeless. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. You can go back and watch Forensic Files from 30 years ago. The technology they mentioned might be a little out of date. Which but- makes it
1: cool because uh, true. you're seeing the technology true. all of a sudden come in when they can do something with DNA that they couldn't do 10 years ago. But yeah. Please I uh, c- please continue. No, no, you're
0: absolutely right. I, that, and that was my point is you could go back and watch them and they will always be good. Well, and what's great about
1: Dateline that they do is they have specific journalists who head each different investigation. So much like college basketball, you know, Coach K, but you don't know any of the players. You've got Andrea Canning. You've got Keith Morrison. You got Stanky Mankey. And oh, stinky manky. Here's the thing. I've been listening to Dateline and I talk about it all the time. So now I want for you guys to listen to Dateline too. Mm.
0: Gary claimed that he could only have sex with me if he was controlling, was wearing his Batman costume, and held a knife to my throat.
1: Now, I don't want to specifically tell Dateline how to do their job, but wait, just listen to this one more time.
0: Gary claimed that he could only have sex with me if he was controlling, was wearing his Batman costume, and held a knife to my throat.
1: Now, I don't want to tell Andrea Canning how to do her job because I think she's the best of the whole group. She just is a great storyteller for my particular taste. But don't you think she put those in the wrong order? I I think, as somebody who's been doing a podcast for a little while now, you end- With Batman. You end with Batman. Yeah. Batman is not filler in anybody's situation. Well, in that situation,
0: he was. Batman is the thunderclap. That's fair. However, I will say that my brain immediately went to Gary because Gary Batman would never use a knife. You are using the Batman costume in the wrong way. What do you use? He would do it with his bare effing hands wrong. because he's a man. And wrong. maybe, maybe I will give you. Maybe he would invite some gadgets into the bedroom. B-
1: the batarang.
0: The batarang. You got a freaking knife right there in your
1: your utility belt, Gary. Would you spend all those thousands of dollars getting that done for you, jackass?
0: That's an excellent point, Ryan. Thank you for that. We watch each other's backs. Absolutely. Like Robin. Exactly. But gayer, Tyler. Way gayer. Dick Grayson is
1: Dick Gay, son. And I just thought that that is just, you don't need anything else. Well, I do want to follow up. Nope. That was it. It was the whole podcast.
0: Gary claimed that he could only have sex with me if he was controlling, was wearing his Batman costume, and held a knife to my throat. Yeah, the problem is, is they think that holding a knife is the most Insane part of that story. Yeah. And I, you're and you're way wrong. I, who, who doesn't do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes but, uh, I
1: do that when I'm alone. Just Back like to, up or I'll do it.
0: You just like to run around with them. Sure. <laughs> sure. If I have to shave later. Uh so and, and I think those kind of stories really give you so, and I know I'm saying the most obvious thing in the world, but we go through our daily lives day to day in such normalcy, so to speak. It really is easy to forget that our species, the weirdest ones, are fucking weird. Weirdos. And, and they're
1: out there. Oh, There's so many of them. Are, you're, you're running into them. every. Anybody who's talked to me over the last 24 hours, you've seen one today. <laughs> and, and it's just so crazy when you get these little peeks into people's lives. Uh, I just find it to be so interesting in trying to, I swear, I'm not a killer, Tyler. I know I have a fascination with them. I know I look like one. Mm, I know mm. I've been promising you that I'm going to do it. But I find it so interesting to hear the thought process of people where I just can't
0: understand how you ended up here. Absolutely. It's, it kind of reminds me of uh, me with some of my sexual escapades where you just don't understand what I'm doing. We're about to do the depression index. So oh, I don't oh, think that we
1: should oh, get into that Tyler because oh. it'll just be you and me weeping while Eiffel towering someone. <laughs> Jesus. Let's do the depression index. Really painted a picture. <laughs> Not with paint. I'm doing it again. No, no. one yes, That was okay. Was that, okay. One, that one was subtle. <laughs> no one was okay. I didn't specifically reference any of our genitalia. Who's <laughs> growing up? Tyler, how are you doing this week, brother? I'm doing better, Ryan. Better. That's great. Ryan.
0: I, after five to six weeks of, 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 of downness, yep. of sadness, I, uh, have, I am coming out of it. And now I have gone through my weekend where we go and we do therapy and it has really benefited me. And now I would like to share with the world my coming out story again again. Wow. Yes. Man, how many
1: sequels to this freaking
0: movie? It's a different coming out, Ryan. Uh, yes, I'm actually interested.
1: change the channel.
0: A platypus. Oh <laughs> shit. I got that little stinger, that little barb back there. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> now, I would like to say that when I was younger, I real and Ryan, you obviously remember this. I really rebelled against God. Really? I do. Really what I was doing is I was rebelling against authority. I fought back against authority and there's no higher authority. That's the top of the line. Than the idea of God. Sure. I had no real reason to hate him. I just, that's what I did. I was angry. Well, I
1: think that you thought that your life as a youngster wasn't totally fair and i would actually go on to agree with you so i think as a child you think why would this happen if there's a god sure how could this possibly happen to me where were you at bro you 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 getting coffee
0: you're absolutely right because i struggled with the idea that if there is this all-knowing all-powerful being how i was in such victim how dare he allow this to happen to me and you mix that with screw you mom and dad exactly yes yes it is a powerful witch's brew right absolutely and So I am I was supposed to go today. I didn't make it. This is my struggle right You're now. You're supposed to go today to what to church I'm gonna try to go to church on Sundays, and I was gonna go today, but I just D- I, Didn't happen. I, it didn't happen the 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 um, Holy Spirit <laughs> No, the, hell? the the resistance sure. to going was so intense. That's the enemy. But that means, <laughs> but that, means that is what I'm supposed to sure. do. If there is that level of resistance to something, I gotta do it.
1: Because if you don't really care, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll go get through with this and we'll do whatever we gotta do. Much like we talked about people being defensive. If you really don't have anything to hide, this it just washes right over. If you come up to me and say, hey, you're a bad dad, I'd be like, okay, if you think so.
0: Why? Have you been talking to my son? Yeah, but if you <laughs> say I have halitosis, I'm going to yell in your face. <laughs> so I am. Uh, this is my next. I just want to open my spirituality. I promise I'm not going to come on here and start chanting and and, and, and promising deliverance. I'll, not, do, I'll do, that. Not, yeah, do that. yeah, He's uh, going to do that. But I do want to open my mind to something greater than myself.
1: Sure. Well, I think you've been doing that over a period of time. And hopefully we're not losing anybody here. This is just our Journey, art I
0: have chosen Satan, Ryan. Satan, the almighty power in the universe.
1: Did not see that coming. All right, we got a little, <laughs> little plot twist here before Tyler goes down to the fiery pits of hell. So uh, that's great, Tyler. I'm, you, I'm, 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 I'm proud of you for at the very least trying out something different.
0: Yeah, I really want to broaden my horizons and explore different avenues of 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 just of being. Like I don't, I don't want to limit myself to these ways of thinking, and without trying other ways of thinking.
1: Well, we started off the show by talking about how I'm not a rule follower, and this feels like a pretty organic place to put in the idea that sometimes those rules that you're following blindly are put on you by yourself, and very often you- Or or others. Or others, but I'm talking about in this particular instance, this thing that you have with God, something bigger, it doesn't have to be Jesus, it doesn't have to be Allah, who knows what will end up happening. Mm -hmm. Tell me about this Allah fellow. Praise be to him, but <laughs> nailed it. But what I would, no, that's Jesus. But what I would say is work in blue. What I would say is this rule that you followed that there's nothing bigger than me. And if there is, I spit on you. That's a rule that you put on yourself at seven years old. Yeah. It's time to look back on these, these decisions that we made, these things that we've held tight our whole lives. Very often those were decisions made by a younger, scareder, not as intelligent
0: you, and those sometimes are the hardest rules to break. Absolutely, and to add tack FIGHT THE POWER! <laughs> Even when the power is you. You, especially then. <laughs> and if I may tack on to that, it's, yeah, you're not emotionally capable to process these things. Sure. So you have to bury them. I mean, what? either that or you kill yourself. But even that's not an option at that age because you don't even consider it. Then you got to talk to God for real. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. That's going to be quite <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> so I will dismount by saying, Ryan, this week I am at a four. Let's go, brother. One, in. two, three, four. And-
1: Tyler. Four, 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 I'm excited for you, buddy. Thanks, Not man. because I want you to do anything in particular, but because I like the idea that you are opening up your mind to, hey, maybe this will work, maybe it won't, but let's find out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the added benefit of it is, is... Introducing myself and meeting other other like-minded people who are in positive places in their lives instead of going to bars and clubs, which I will still do. No. <laughs> You're only
1: drinking Manischewitz wine
0: from now on
1: and eating those wafers. They're terrible. No, with the Jesus,
0: <laughs> You don't like the Jesus? His, his skin is terrible. Oh my goodness! It's so dry. You're not gonna eat that. Uh,
1: you did. I stole Jesus from some stand-up comedian that I can't place. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Um, all right, get it up. Tyler. Speaking of trying out new things, speaking of what I want to talk about this week, and I want to do it from my heart, because sometimes, you know, I get so caught up on trying to be something instead of saying how I actually feel. Mm-hmm. Life, as I have experienced it, is seasons. You have, like you said, you have just gone through this time period where you felt a certain way, and it feels like you are it's never going to change. This is who I am now, and I'm sad. And, you know, all of these things. Yeah, I'm a broken person if yep. I can rise. Absolutely. Yeah. And it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I believe that, that we, you know, are a rise and a fall, and part of our evolution is learning to just be down the middle, you know? I, right now, have just gone through a season of beaming. Like, over the last couple of months for me, my sanity was so easy and felt so... uh impossible to derail where I thought I'm going to be like this forever. I'm fixed. I'm fixed. I done did (laughs) it. 39 years old. Let's hang it up, man. Finally. Nailed it. (laughs) Why did you guys tell me to do this a long time ago? I, over the last couple weeks, have not been that way. And I have gone into a season of, you know, tumult and just not feeling 100%. And what I've realized is it is time for me to learn something. And what I am about to do and what I've realized over the last couple of weeks of feeling like this and trying to get out of it and trying to get back to what I was a couple of weeks ago, I have learned that what I need to do is face dive off of a cliff into learning how to say thank you while I hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And here's the purpose of that is, like I said, I'm trying to bring back a time that no longer exists anymore. I'm trying to be a Ryan Menendez that isn't around anymore. I'm trying to force my brain to beat my brain up into a situation where I am this person that I want to
0: be. And that I don't believe is the key to being content. Well, the moment that you start thinking to a different time in your life, the moment you start thinking to another person, oh God, I wish I had that person's life. They're all connected to the same thing where you are trying to force yourself to be something that you're not in that moment. Yes, you were happy yesterday today you're not that's okay don't try to force yourself to be something you were in the past well what
1: would you say to somebody because when i started on this journey a long time ago somebody had suggested to me you've got to say thank you even for things that you hate mm-hmm. and when you say that to somebody their immediate thought my imagination is what the fuck are you talking about sure why would i say thank you for something terrible that's happened
0: that was my response when yeah. so when t- it was that idea, and my my response was, in my head, I didn't want to be rude, this is fucking stupid. Yep,
1: and mine too, mm-hmm. and mine too. And now, after all these years of investigation and self-exploration, it turns out, we were right, Tyler, Yeah, it is, it is bullshit. <laughs> but the fact of the but matter we've is- we've gone too far, we can't turn around. That's don't, it. <laughs> I, this is who I am, please don't tell me that this is wrong, I can't start over. No, but really what it is, is your desire to fight reality. If something is going on and you say, yep. this isn't the way that it's supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be stuck in traffic. None of this is supposed to be happening. You gaslight yourself. You are, you're making me gaslight myself mm-hmm. right now, Tyler. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not even going to use the word gratitude. I'm not going to use the word awareness because Yay. of the cliche connotations that they have. But this is what came to me this week. It's not about what you want. It's about what you have. Focusing on the great things that are happening to you right now and whether you know it or not, There's a million. You woke up this morning and you took a breath. For sure. You're doing better than thousands of people out there this morning. And, And I think it's time for me to make it through this season of hurt knowing that I have got it great. And I know that's cliche and I know people say it all the time, but usually cliches are based on... Facts.
0: Yeah. They almost always are. Clichés are things that have been said so often because they have such a good point to them. And and everybody everybody sees it everywhere. That's it. We're all saying the same thing. Yep. And I think the most difficult thing to acquire as a human being, I know for a fact that it was me, is perspective. So I remember when I was doing all of this and I got one of my first moments of awareness, which was I got a flat tire, which sucks. It's a shitty situation. It doesn't feel good. But I remember thinking in that moment, like man, it could be so much worse right now. And that doesn't mean that the flat tire isn't a problem. Of course it is. That doesn't devalue the issue that you're facing. It's simply acknowledging, while yes, I do have a problem, it could be so much worse and I've got it pretty good. And the fact of the matter is,
1: the the final little twist that I'm gonna put on here that people who don't feel the way that you and I feel probably listen to and they're like, okay, final destination, I got Mm. you covered. What if that terrible thing that happened to you, what if that flat tire in this particular instance stopped you from being at an intersection where a semi, you never know Mm -hmm. how often you hear somebody's story where they say that terrible thing that happened to me was the best thing that ever happened. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you quarantine. I learned so much about myself during quarantine when I was locked in a house and you can't go out and you can't party your problems away. It turned out
0: to be a beautiful effing thing for me. The example that pops up in my head is, uh, I bet you Seth MacFarlane, when he missed his flight on 9-11, was really upset that he missed his flight and then found out that the plane crashed into a building.
1: And you hear stories like that all the time, not usually to that degree. Sure. But that's the idea, is we've got to learn to be grateful, even for things that we think are bad. So nonetheless... And
0: may I just say one more thing? resounds... Do you know what your guardian angel looks like? If you believe in a guardian angel, do you know what he looks like? No. No. What if that flat tire was your guardian angel?
1: Nah, you definitely lost me. I don't believe in that bullshit, you crazy, crazy man. This week, I am. <laughs> you're so right. I, I, you're, I mean, <laughs> you're so right. I'm disgusted, man. This show's over. We're signing off. This week I am at a four. One, two,
0: do it, three! Oh, four, get okay. Whoa, but Ryan, do you know what that means? What? For the first time ever in this show's history. What about it? You and I tie on Depression Index. What? Man! What? Four and four! Four and four! four, and four. four.
1: <coughs> Stop making me yell. That <laughs> Sorry. Tyler. And that's Depression Index. Uh, Tyler, what is that? I'm trying to remember that name. There's a name, it begins with the letter A, that because the person who we associated with was so vile and reprehensible that we can't even name. Are kids that anymore? What is that name? It begins with an A. Adolf. No, I'm talking about Alvin. I'm talking about Alvin. How many Alvins do you know? Uh, just the chipmunk, right? Yeah. And because he was such a piece of shit, literal rat bastard, we can't name anybody
0: Alvin anymore. Have you noticed that? I don't think that's and I think true. It's a beautiful name. I think that they just got on board at the very end of Alvin's, uh, reign.
1: I'm going to disagree. I'm
0: going to disagree. He was a troublemaker. He wasn't, uh, d- he was basically Dennis the Menace as animal form. What was, uh, what was the name you said? Adolf. Never heard of it, Tyler. <laughs> All right. Very I am popular back to- in the thirties. <laughs> I say we bring it back. I say we bring it back. That and tiny mustaches. All right.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what you're doing here, Tyler. All right, Tyler. I am going to do, I, I discussed a Dateline, how I'm into it. I am going to do a reverse true crime, as it were. I'm going to do a segment called Don't Kill. But when you do... Now, when I do this, I—it's the shtick is that I'm giving you advice for how to kill people. Shtick. But this one is real. This one is actually real. Much like when I said, hey, if you ever get pulled in for anything, call, ask for a lawyer. That's what a lot of people do is they don't ask for a lawyer and they end up getting screwed over. That's why mm-hmm. rich people get out of shit. Yep. Now, this one is very similar because that seems like basic information. This one is also basic information, but it is totally true. I've listened to hours and hours and hours of true crime, and this one bites so many people in the ass, but it seems like the most obvious thing in the world.
0: It's almost like the glass. If you're going to break the glass as if somebody broke in, don't crack it on the way out. Sure. Yeah. Yes,
1: don't break it from the inside. Thank you. Pretend you're the friggin' robber, <laughs> you stupid, <laughs> stupid idiot. So here is what I will tell you this week, and you would be shocked at how many people this bites in the ass. Okay. Don't lie. Now, here's the problem. If you've killed somebody, you're probably going y- to have to lie. You have to lie, But yeah. here's the thing about murder investigations. Uh-huh. They're going to check that shit out. So if you say, I was at CVS, and I ran in, and I grabbed a little thing, or I went to Target, heads up, Target's got cameras, y'all. Cameras, y'all. And people <laughs> don't- true. Every time I listen to a dateline or something along those lines, you would be shocked at how many people just say whatever they freaking feel like. But these are the murderers.
0: These are the
1: murderers or no, not always. Oh, okay, cuz
0: cuz al- like you said, if you murder, of course you're going to lie. You can't tell the truth. And I do <laughs> agree with that, but here's the
1: problem. If you're going to murder, and I don't think that you should, You've got to establish some sort of a base of truths yeah. to cover it up. You can't just be like, "Oh, I was over at uh, Johnny's house." That's true. They're gonna they're gonna get you, bro. That's I true. know it sounds stupid, but for anything, forget
0: murder. Don't lie to the cops. If it's important enough, they're going to check that shit out. Or just say, I was at home alone. What are you going to do? You got to prove me guilty, not pr- not me prove myself innocent.
1: Well, then all they have to do is just go question Harry and Marv, Tyler. And they'll see if they have a big giant paint can dent in the side of their face. <laughs> if not, you obviously were not home alone.
0: Home alone reference. Was a long, <laughs> we took a while a to get there. A long way to go for... But we got there. For a bad joke, Tyler. <laughs> Good golly. You know what? It's your commitment that I, I respect. I am bad at this.
1: <laughs> so, be honest with the cops. Unless, you know, it's... it's Unless you got something to hide. And that way, don't hide shit from the cops. That's fair. That is don't kill me when you do. Now, Tyler, I assume we're going long, eh? Uh, 43 minutes. Okay. With the Not terrible. I have a get-in to do. You have?
0: GBI and Happy Death Day.
1: Oh, okay. So let's, uh, let's do the Happy Death Day here. We'll come back with a get-in just very quickly. Not even a weekly book nook. I have been watching, or excuse me, I have watched Moon Knight, Tyler. I have watched- Oh, how was it? You know what? I have not watched WandaVision. I have not watched Loki. I I have not watched any of the sitcoms of Marvel, even though I love Marvel.
0: That main actor, Oscar Isaacs, amazing. Love him. Amazing. And
1: Moon Knight is a uh, cartoon character, excuse me, a comic book character that I- Don't know enough about. Never heard of him. Really. Never heard of him. When I was growing up, he was a big time character, like Deadpool. Huh. But just that I never really knew about. Okay. Deadpool as well. I learned so much about him when they made the the movies, I wanted to get into it. They're releasing the episodes
0: once a week. Sure. Yeah, they do that for the more popular uh, shows. Hey, Mickey go bleep yourself bro <laughs> but they but hulu does it netflix does it they want to do it be- so people don't binge the entire series right away uh, and we i think we've done this on the show before why do, why do they do that? To keep people coming back. Right. You exhaust their library so fast, but by releasing this very much sought after show once a week, you get those numbers in every single week.
1: And I guess as you're waiting around because you want it so much,
0: you're willing to explore other titles. I, and I don't know how other people do it, but I'm primarily focused on one app at a time. If a show finally does pull me away and I go over to like Netflix, then I'm going to be on Netflix for a while.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I would like it. I, I'm thinking about not watching it at all until it's all on there because I I can lose interest from week to week. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. Have you guys not seen the numbers are on our attention spans? Like let's, let's, and also if you could make the episodes about 30 seconds each, it would help us
0: all (laughs) out. (laughs) There's a, I will do you one better. There is an anime on Netflix. Netflix. Come here. Come (laughs) here. Come here. Netflix. Come here. Sit down on Papa's lap. Come here. Come here. Let me ask you a question. Netflix. What the fuck are you doing? First of all, $3 fee for for extra fee for uh, sharing passwords. Go fuck yourself. Second of all- I mean, they must be losing billions. Billions. (laughs) That one I kind of get, but still go fuck yourself. And second of all, the more egregious one is an anime on Netflix that is unbelievably popular, and they have decided to release 12 episodes at a time each season. So in other words, it's a show that's already been out, There's four seasons already. Okay. The fifth season has just aired. They have dropped 12 episodes. There's about 40 in each season. What? Yeah. It's an anime. A lot of animes do that. golly. There are 40 episodes or so. They drop 12. They're waiting until spring to drop the next 12. Then they're going to wait until winter to drop the next 12. And that's because they don't want people cutting the cord on Netflix. well, I've seen everything I want to see. But I'm going to lose interest by that point. I don't give a shit about it at that point. Oh, for sure. Well, that's my rant. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Wiki, 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 (laughs) white boy rants.
1: All right, Tyler, give me your happy death day, and then we'll go take a breather.
0: Ah, that brings me back. Happy death day, Ryan. Well, not you. Now, wait a
1: minute. Now, do I have this right? Happy death day is where we celebrate somebody dying? No. And we we throw a little party? No,
0: no. We have all that right, except for the fact that we celebrate when they die. Go bleep yourself, victims, families. But we, weird way to drop that in, but we celebrate the life that was lived on their death. Of course, that goes without saying. We don't want anybody to die. You've been sending me mixed signals all day. Ryan, this week we're saying happy death day to Estelle Harris. Estelle Harris, unfamiliar. She is the mom of George Costanza on Seinfeld. Oh wow! A she is iconic the, voice, the voice of Miss Potato Head in the Toy Story franchise. One hundred percent. And she has passed away at the age of ninety three. Miss Estelle Harris, you have had decades in the industry. Sure. Thank you for all your hard work and have a nice death. Happy death day. Have a nice death, Homer. Go ahead and get on
1: that. She did great. And it's so interesting to see younger generations discovering that show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the mix between Jerry Stiller and her with George, just the neuroses. Really fantastic. Let the neuroses flow. (laughs) Uh, Just incredible.
0: Yeah. So uh, Estelle, I keep wanting to say Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty. Estelle (laughs) Getty images in my mind. Estelle Harris, happy death day and thank you for everything
1: what's going on everybody ryan menendez here now i know that you're such a fan of this podcast you already know it but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know buckle up so much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook now a bunch of people have reached out to me and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too now this isn't something that you just stumble on it doesn't happen by accident you gotta put in practice Ten thousand hours am i right beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. You just understand advertising so much better that you can't prove it. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. You're all done. Is that what that, that hand waving like that I'm means? all done.
0: I figured we'd do a silent uh connection, communication sort of thing, and you fucked it
1: up. I like this when we do silent connection. I think this is good. You hate. I think this is good that we can kind of communicate with one another without the the audience knowing. Ending each other's sandwiches. Correct. So you're all done. All done. Silently, now I know that. Those guys you hate. Hate, 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 hate,
0: hate, hate, right circle. it it,
1: it, it, it. circle. Tyler, you and I do... A segment called Get In, okay? And that is where I put you on some ridiculous form of transportation. Always rickety. Always rickety. And we go to where the story is happening. So this is going to be no different, okay? Are you ready? Please
0: let it be something where I can sit down.
1: Oh, that's unfortunate. (laughs) I need you to get on my Segway, Tyler. Which I don't know was a two-person thing. And I was going to say, am I hanging on your shoulders? You're sitting on my shoulders, <laughs> not unlike a spider monkey, Tyler. <laughs> and we're going to America, Tyler. Oh, we're on our way to America. Good, so, good. uh... Easy drive. And while we're headed there, we need to talk about something. Uh,
0: Will Smith, huh? Oh, yeah. I heard about this guy. You should be crazy, am I right? <laughs> yeah, I really came back to bite him, and it's not even done yet. What is, uh... I don't know. What's the retribution?
1: But just I, I, like most people... The media foists stories upon me. I hear about it ad nauseum for about, I don't know, 24 to 48 hours, and I'm like, don't care about this anymore. Please stop force
0: it. Except that is where the likening between you and the American public differ because then you force it on me. Sure. Yeah. And here we are. Yes, here we are. Uh, just take it and don't scream. Well, first of all, he has slapped a comedian, and not just any comedian, a well-respected comedian in Chris Rock. Okay. So now... When you attack a comedian, guess what all the other comedians do? Back you up? The comedian you mean. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no, wait, what did not I Not the say? slap. Oh, my fault. And he is and I didn't even know this. I've just been reading about it. He is well respected because he has is known to help amateurs. He puts them in the right spot. You're talking about Chris Rock? Chris Rock he okay. gives them advice. Sure. He is he is like a parental unit in the and the com- comedic landscape. And now He has been insulted in front of the world, and comedians ain't having it. And so people are going after Will Smith? Well, right now, it it just happened, and comedy takes a little bit to to get going, but so far, all the talk shows have talked about it, obviously. SNL has already done a bit on it, of course, and it's only going to get worse. Wait until the comedians start to work this material into their ex. Was it real? Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. I'm rooting for it to be
1: fake. And here's why, because it's such a, and this isn't what I want to talk about. I'm rooting for it to be fake. And here's why, because I would love for people to know if it were fake. And I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying if it were that they're being manipulated by media and I've seen some stuff online. I know I'm, I'm conspiracy guy and I'll I'll move off of this, but I saw some stuff that I thought was just wildly interesting that would suggest that maybe it wasn't real, but much like COVID, not allowed to say that.
0: I know. which I'm not. Jesus, which I'm not. Weird example. I just don't
1: know anybody who's died from it. No. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. you do. I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. Jesus, dude, stop winking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You can't prove that, Tyler. I uh, listen. Will Smith may be that good of an actor. Chris Rock is not. I'm with you. He is not.
1: And I'm not going to divulge. Or- and I'm not going to die. Why do
0: you know? Something? I maybe know some <laughs> shit, Tyler.
1: I'm not going to get into all of this stuff. But what I will say is if somebody comes up to you and they swing, even if you think they're playing around the idea of you leaning forward and keeping your hands behind your back goes against all primal instinct,
0: pure confusion though. You're on stage at the Oscars. Do you really think that your friend, Will Smith, is walking up to you to hit you? But
1: even if I'm joking around with you and I have like a fork or something, I'm like, here I come. I'm going to poke you. If I get close enough to
0: your face, your natural reaction, I don't care what the circumstance is. is I disagree. (laughs) Except for the people like myself who, when they get scared or when they get caught up in the anxiety of a moment, freeze. Yes, you go into one of those
1: giant hamster bubbles.
0: Oh, see, I was... But the, this is what I want to talk about. I was about. going freezing goat there, but sure, hamster L-
1: bubble. Let's not go into all of that. What I do want to talk about with this is this is the introduction of the American public to something that you and I have been talking about for a long time, finally coming out of the dark, cuckolding, Tyler.
0: Ah. Uh, cuckolding. Yes, yes. So please
1: describe to- the- <laughs> Why do you always do this to me? <laughs> I, I
0: got to start beating you to the cuckolding, so you have
1: to excite uh, it. You're uh, <laughs> You're a resource that I have in the room.
0: Un- I, I'm the only resource,
1: untapped. Uh, no, no pun intended. Uh, uh, you're the only resource that I have here, and I want for you to help the help the
0: listener out. This is better than your pocket pussy thing that you would that you'd always foist on me. Not sure what you're talking about, Tyler. <laughs> so, what is cuckolding? Cuckolding is when a man or a woman, somebody in a relationship, or anyone in uh, between, anyone in between, he, they, them, zim, zoop, zup, bop. bop. <laughs>
1: uh, that's insulting.
0: Uh, they. Uh, Like to watch their partner get bleeped by another person while they are, uh, and very and it's very common for the person to like to be degraded in the process. Sure, like they got to hold their hand. Not that I've seen any videos Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Lots Uh, of documentation online, right? Really, (laughs)
1: I've been watching this documentary for nine months. It comes from the old French cuckoo, which that's good. C u c u, which was their term for the cuckoo bird. Which they have a habit of laying eggs in another bird's nest. That's a dick move. How about that? Damn. So uh, my question to you is, all of a sudden, seemingly from my perspective, our interest in cuckolding. Why does that all of a sudden seem to have stemmed? It's such a huge thing in the pornography community. Here you have this famous actor who was the pinnacle of masculinity at some point in time, Mm -hmm. who is now... Famous and is a punchline for being a cuckold. And now this is being walked straight into America's living room. And I find that to be very interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, they have a very weird from the outside looking in very weird relationship. I'm not sure what the dynamic there is. I, he very clearly, or it seems clear to me, does not want to be a cuckold. He seems to be in a very bad position, but for whatever reason, doesn't want to walk away from the situation. I don't know what's happening. Well, Smith will never get another
1: woman in his life. <laughs> I mean, no, not, no, af- I, not after that. I mean, there has to be some sort of, uh, a, a, of a part of their relationship that we don't understand. Obviously, he thinks that she means more to him than that embarrassment. That goes without saying.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, you mean you mean the cuckolding embarrassment? Sure. I thought you meant the Oscar no, embarrassment. Because- no, I, I'm, I'm beyond the slap. Sure.
1: I am now with this idea of... If it is real, which I don't, I'm not saying that it is, but if it is real, one of our favorite uh, radio personalities suggested, and I love the turn of a phrase, that this is his cuckolding, an overcorrection of the market where somebody vaguely insults her uh, about her alopecia, Mm -hmm. which Oscars, sponsored by Pfizer, just came out with
0: an alopecia Drug. Okay, we also talk about the fact that Pfizer is sponsoring the Oscars? What the hell is that? Big it, pharma, baby. That's what I'm saying. If there is any indication to tell you that thing, shit is fucked up, I think it's that. If that is true, though, that
1: they're coming out with a new alopecia drug at the exact same time that that happens, does that throw any shade on this for yeah, you? Yeah,
0: and I've heard that before, and that is a very—is it true? How the hell would I know, Tyler? <laughs> Tyler, what do I look like? A fact checker? A guy who has the internet? I don't know. I don't freaking know. Out. Don't out, <laughs> All right, another week in review. Future Tyler, mark that down. Yes,
1: get that. But 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 my final point on this whole idea is, cuck holding. there is a rise. Some people seem to like it. Will Smith seems to not like it. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, the, the lack of quote unquote masculinity because it's not gender specific that has now played a part in something
0: that has become pop culture mainstream here over the last week. Well, I wonder what it has to do with the, if it has to do with the rise in women empowerment where women are finding their power, they're taking more positions in, in our community and government and they're rising to that power. I wonder if men are in a certain way reacting to that in a lot of ways. But you could also be dominant Without being a dickhead? I mean- Oh, I, I, no, not that specific. I'm talking I'm talking about the general rise in, as you said, cuckolding. Sure. Never thought I'd say that sentence <laughs> in my life. And I am wondering if it's correction, as you said, to the market in a general sense, whereas women are rising to power, men are taking, they, they want to enjoy their uh, submissive positions. It's an interesting perspective. Not me, I'm a man. Not me, I'm, I'm a man. man. Please don't cheat on me, I'm begging you. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's get in. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with uh with like the stepbrother and family stuff. I don't understand it. Uh that's just sexy, Tyler. <laughs> that's just sexy. No oh, this- stepbrother, we- stop it. How do you keep getting your head stuck in <laughs> shit?
1: All right, Tyler. Give me a GBI, you son of a bitch.
0: You got it. Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes, Ryan! Uh, yes! Now let's just jump right into the good because we cannot waste any time. Give
1: it to me. Oh. That's not good, That's
0: Ryan. That's not good, <laughs> Ryan. For the first of hopefully many, the Staten Island Amazon warehouse has voted. To unionize! Wow,
1: they're going right. to fight
0: the supervillain. Absolutely, from the inside. Good luck to you. Co-led by Christian Smalls and his best friend Derek Palmer, these two men went from a couple of fold-out chairs and a tent parked in front of the Amazon warehouse where they used to work to getting one of the biggest wins for labor anywhere in decades. This
1: is a huge win. No, and and it's incredible because they're going up against, I I know I made a joke, but a superpower of Amazon, which is turning into, and you tell me because you're smarter about this stuff than I am, the way that we all disagree with what's going on in China, right? I mean, if you believe in human rights, then you have to disagree with what's going on in China. They're so powerful. The market stands to you can't go against them. You could feel bad about it, Mm -hmm. but you got to do business with China if you want to be successful. Absolutely. Isn't Amazon on their way there?
0: I I feel like almost in a way they are there. They have all these human rights violations in their warehouses and they're like, yeah, 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 we're going to do something about it. Hey, look, free stuff on our treasure truck. Well, what I mean is... Ran out of breath.
1: They... You (laughs) don't say, Mad Dog. (laughs) What I mean to say is they have so much capital now, they are becoming a country unto themselves.
0: They are the most valuable company in the country and the second largest in terms of hiring. Walmart beats them in terms of people hired, but Amazon, I think, is the most valuable country of a company in the country. That's so crazy. If not the world. And this was all started, Christian Small started this because at the beginning of the pandemic, as you can imagine, not a whole lot of safety precautions for the people working in these warehouses. What? I know. What? So he went to this manager and said, hey, can we get some you know, basic safety shit.
1: Uh, I would like to be able to breathe in the morning. Is there any way we can make that up?
0: And it was like a forest fire. Coronavirus was spreading through the warehouse. And uh, no- I remember that. Nothing was being done. So he staged a impromptu panicked, as he described it, walkout with very few people behind him. Who's coming with me? But because of the Barbara Streisand effect, Amazon went balls to the wall against them like they have done so many times, but this guy, Christian Smalls, stuck to his guns and has come out on top.
1: Well, and what the barber Streisand effect is- Oh, thank you. It's when an entity fights back against somebody who is against them, which draws way more attention to it than ever would have happened had they just let it go.
0: Absolutely. It's pointing to this and going, look how unfair this is. And the masses, which probably never would have heard about it in the first place, goes, "Ooh, I want to check that out. Yep. And now you got a whole scandal on sure. your hands. Well, good, hey, good for him fighting
1: back because this is these giant businesses, in my mind, and this is just an op-ed piece here, are a real threat to our democracy. They're a threat to our freedoms when somebody amasses that much power. It's the reason that monopoly laws are supposed to be enacted, but they, they don't seem to be uh, working. Reaganomics,
0: right? you son of a bitch. Trickle up, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to Trickle me Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing is that it's, and they even said while this was going on and they were trying to get the union going and all this, Amazon, as you can imagine, Threw the entire weight of their company behind making sure this didn't happen. Substantial. 11 different departments. Uh, uh, No, vote no. All over the warehouse. Propaganda left and right. Threatening. There is even evidence of, no, not threatening, trying to get them on their side. And it works. Wow. It works saying, hey, these guys don't have experience, which is true. Hey, they don't know how to, because you got to pay for a union. Oh, it's unfair that you get charged these fees, even though, dude, you're being taken advantage of almost like a slave. Can I ask you something
1: and I'll be the voice of the audience that's an idiot. What's a union? You hear about people unionizing. I do understand it's the workers coming together to form an alliance to fight for their rights as employees. Correct. Is that what it is? Instead
0: of people... You being an individual worker, anytime there is anything, a dispute, an issue, a firing, no matter what it is, it has to go through a team of lawyers that then you collectively bargain the rules and the lawyers then get involved and it's a of uh, protection for labor against management, which is why the corporations have been fighting so hard to erode this. Yeah, I don't things. like the sound of that. Yeah. That's, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Middle I, class, no, 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 no. screw them. Oh, you got freaking freedoms? <laughs> <laughs> so this is, and there's still so much work to be done. This is not an overall 100% achievement, but it is a
1: huge, huge victory. Good, on you. Yes. good on you. good on It's It's always great to see these people who, who rise up and fight back and become accidental heroes.
0: For sure, and workers are
1: just tired, man. They're tired of not being paid enough for their work. You're seeing that more and more as,
0: you know, the costs in the world climb. People are tired of working for shitty bosses. And the pay doesn't rise, along with the, with the costs. So let's jump right into you socialist son of a B. Let's get into our bad, Ryan. Let's go.
1: My dick fell off!
0: What? His dick fell off. Dude, you heard like, him. Can we pause the show and go help this guy? <laughs> yeah, it's already done. I it's got over. Two popsicle sticks and some and some some duct tape. <laughs> dick split. <laughs> dick split. Exactly right. A dent. Ryan, whatever happened to the good old days of not having to worry about chemicals in your drugs? Whatever happened to organic, non-GMO cocaine? Where? Oh yeah, yeah. This is a worrisome one for sure. Anyway, fentanyl. Yeah, heard <laughs> you of heard it? of it? Yeah. I know. I ask you that. You heard of it?
1: Yeah. Okay, Yeah, good.
0: it's it's really scary, man. Really scary.
1: It, could it possibly be, and we need to describe what it is. Yes. Could it possibly be some other country, some sort of an attack on the American people who love their opiates?
0: It could be. The only problem is, is you're just not doing enough damage that way.
1: Let's, let's describe what fentanyl is. Well, down.
0: fentanyl is a chemical that they're cutting into all different kinds of drugs, into heroin, into cocaine, two drugs that are unfortunately... Really big right now. Opiates. Specifically, Opiates. right? Yes. And it is highly, highly toxic to the human system, to where even the tiniest of amounts could kill you. Yeah. And it is. It's really scared me. Really, yeah. very much so. My my cocaine habit has really <laughs>
1: plummeted. And I am
0: I am saving so much money right mad.
1: now. But I picked up <laughs> cigarettes, so
0: there's no fentanyl in here. <laughs> Yet. Yes. Yeah. Well, I actually didn't know until writing this story, but the fentanyl problem has been progressively getting worse for the last 20 years. I thought this was a recent thing. Why do you think this is happening? Because people want to make as much money as possible, and this stuff is so... uh, Addictive? Such small amounts are needed that you can cut it and make quadruple the amount of the pure cocaine that you get from what but, I'm guessing. But why not make it something that's not going to kill your, your customer base? I would, my uh, total and complete guess slash assumption is that this stuff is easy to make. It's okay. like, it's like cutting, uh, making meth by cutting cough drops into it. It's easy to get
1: now. And, and I, and I understand, but what I don't understand is if this person dies, they can no longer buy your meth. Like again, I'm asking a stupid question, I'm sure, but
0: I, I don't, my my uh, logic would be there's always going to be another addict around the corner. You'll always have another customer. You'll always get another person to buy it.
1: I, I got to tell you, and I don't think that this is going to be a popular opinion, but dr- drug dealers, I am ashamed of you.
0: Yeah. I, you know what? Go to your room. Well, it's not. <laughs> Go to your room. Go to your lavish palace Go room. to your lab. <laughs> but it's not the drug dealers because they're not the ones making it. It's yeah. the assholes cutting the shit. Not cool. Tuco. Get your shit together and bell ringing guy. Knock it off. Don't summon him. If you say his name two Go times. go. Ah! Now, the CDC reported that during a 12-month period that ended in April of 21, just over 100,000 people died of an overdose from fentanyl. That is up 28% from the previous year. 2020 was 78,000 deaths. 2021 was just over one. Hundred thousand. I that is crazy. Have never done drugs.
1: But if I did, now's not the time to this get into would them. Scare the shit out of me, man. This would scare the shit out of
0: me. Yeah, and it's estimated that while the year is obviously not up, this year is looking to be even bigger than last year.
1: Can you take fentanyl without dying? Yeah, absolutely. There okay. is ah, back in.
0: There, there is a drug called Narcan, which is used for overdose. Uh, which you inject into somebody having an overdose in the moment, and and it saves them.
1: So we just need a combo
0: pack. (laughs) Is that like a Happy 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 Meal? Yeah, like like the pretzels with the cheese in it? You got to sell them together. Oh, see, I was thinking of like a Happy Meal, and it's like, oh, man, I got the girl version. Ah, I wanted the race car. Could you throw a couple Xanax
1: in there so I go to sleep (laughs) if I don't die?
0: So, uh... Yeah, so this is a real problem. That's bad. If you do, and quite honestly, if you do do drugs, we love you anyway. Please be careful. Please. H- be how do you be careful? W- uh, 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 wait let- till other people do them first yeah. and wait to see
1: how they react to if it. If you're with somebody who doesn't listen to the show, let them do it first. And if they die, grab their cell phone really quickly and subscribe yes. and then call the cops. Yes. Yeah.
0: Don't kill but when you do. Yeah. Or excuse me, don't kill but when you didn't. <laughs> Here's how to handle the situation. Sit back and watch. <laughs> You know, that's all I would do. I'd be so panicked. I'd be just be pointing at your- Oh, he's (laughs) doing it! Now, Ryan, let's jump right into our interesting- Interesting and entertaining! (laughs) Ryan, a truly amazing moment in history has occurred. The Human Genome Project, have you heard of it? I have. It has finally been mapped out. Now, I know it may not be as sexy, Uh, But this moment in scientific history will be remembered on the same level as human beings walking on the moon for the first time. The human genome, which means... This is the 23 chromosomes which map out the human biology, the physiology. It's the the blueprint of the human structure. That is exactly right. We are going to be able to determine diseases that can affect us, how to beat those diseases. This is literally the instruction manual for how to build a human being. We are uh we're on the precipice of a new time, Tyler. A it scary is time.
1: A scary time, but I, I'm sure they felt that way when fire was invented. I, I mean we're It was terrifying, techno- right? Yeah, yeah. It burned. Let's bring it back. Fire bad. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah it, it is a crazy time t- because technology begets technology,
0: and we are just we have been launched into outer space, man. We are, in a lot of ways becoming God. Yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of the acts that we are doing, I don't mean in the divinity of it, just in the ways that we are able to manipulate life itself, we are taking on the qualities of God. We are becoming creators. Becoming even better, becoming creators. Yeah, that is. Because I would like to take the divinity out of it. We are becoming creators.
1: Sure. It's, it's pretty incredible. And I'm sure a lot of people, you know, I'm hearing, not, not hearing about this for the first time, but. So, what are the implications of this? What does that mean to the standard Joe schmuck?
0: Well, you can go, this will... In, so, sorry about that, Joe. In the future... It's unnecessary. In the future, this will help us beat diseases. This will help us find out oh the, more people on the planet the, you say the yes the very okay, good. root of our dna and we'll be able to determine we could get rid of here's the problem the issue is is eugenics because with this and work that's already being done with crispr and all these other dna altering advancements you will have rich people able to make perfect fetuses superhumans while poor people are left to their diseases and their disabilities And you were looking at two different species. We are on the cusp of the branching of two different species because of our science. You know what? I
1: actually read in the weirdest way possible for me to be able to help out. I actually read a a paper on this. Um, So scientific. I know. I know. It was this uh, documentation. It was the, have you heard of, uh, I think the control group was the Sneeches and the variable was the Sneeches with stars. Have you read Dr. Seuss? (laughs) Okay. He warned about this 50 uh, <laughs> fucking years ago, Tyler.
0: You you
1: got me, man. What? I thought you were really going to bring up real fast. No, he's a doctor, okay? <laughs> he's a doctor in the Lorax.
0: I, no, it, it is the I think the he's same a doctor though. the
1: same way Dr. Phil's a doctor.
0: It's just something they tack onto their Incredibly?
1: name. Incredibly? <laughs> uh, no, it is this time where the haves, I, we're seeing it right now. The haves and the have-nots, for lack of a better term, that is being separated at an incredible rate. And it's speeding up. Yep. So, uh, Ryan. Oh, well, that's fucking great. That's on that,
0: <laughs> That really depressing, interesting. That know. was GBI. Let's, let's, let's end this show. <laughs> I'm going to go jump off a cliff here in Florida. They're going to charge you for that. You got to pay an entrance fee. There's a dropping fee. Great job, Tyler. Thank you. Great job. I- so keep it up, workers. We are behind you in like... The saddest way possible. Like I'm just talking into a microphone how I support you. That's it. No, and, and that's it. We've done our job. We, I clean my hands of
1: this. No, I mean, look, it's so weird. And we talk about it in sports all the time. Lebetard talks about it all the time, where people argue against the rich, spoiled athletes, and they're, oh, look at this 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 jerk millionaire. And they're on the side of the billionaire. Yeah. Not
0: realizing it.
1: Which is so weird because. Yeah. 99% of the people out there, unscientific number, you are the worker. You're not management. You are at the bottom of the ladder, but you have been propagandized into the point of thinking, like, look at this spoiled bitch, and not noticing how spoiled
0: her, the motherfucker on top of him is. You know what I mean? Warren Buffett, we're coming for you. Do you know how many times growing up, I heard, look at all these lazy people on the welfare system. Look at all these lazy people coming into our country and wanting to- to I regret telling you that. Mooch off the system. God, Ryan, it's 3 a.m. Please stop chanting at me. And yet, however much money that is being ripped off from those programs, it is drops in a bucket compared to what these-
1: Billionaires are doing, and that is the idea. Much like I said, uh, and we got to wrap it up about the Will Smith and the Chris Rock thing. In, in a way, I hope that it it comes out as fake, sure, because I would love for people to realize how easily they're lied to. Mm-hmm. Edward Bernays, shout out to you, but you son of a bitch. I believe that, like much like what we're talking about here, the people at the top have bamboozled us into thinking that they are, we we revere people who are rich. We assign all these superhuman characteristics to Jerry Jones or Donald Trump because they're good at this one specific thing. And it doesn't mean that you're a demigod. It just means that that's your skill. Absolutely.
0: And a lot of these guys, uh, without coming up with any specifics, a lot of these guys Fall into these positions; they inherit these positions. You're not a genius. You were born into the right family at the right time. (laughs) You're you're not wrong. (laughs) It's connections. I know so much of it is connections. But the idea of being able to work hard and achieve billionaire
1: status—it's—it's not real. But we've been sold. I mean, it is real in certain instances. But what you're saying is so often it's just this old money where people have received these things, you know, and, and and we've been bought and sold this idea that. These people, oh, us, we're, we're, we're just, we're here for you. We're like you. We're just like you. I've eaten a Big Mac. <laughs> so I've ridden on a bus once. Oh, and it was disgusting. <laughs>
0: Never do it again.
1: Tyler, great job. I had fun
0: this time. For I, sure.
1: I, I like the idea of us playing with the, with the formula here and getting back to our roots. Genuinely. Yeah, Genuinely.
0: This, this one I thought flowed a lot better than a few previous ones.
1: I, I think that you're right. Mm-hmm. And I think that we still got some work to do here, but I'm glad
0: that you and I are doing it together. Please tell people how they can get in touch with us. Uh, Go on to thoseguysyouhate.com and click all the buttons and subscribe on all your screens. And if somebody does have an allergic reaction, if somebody does die in front of you, as Ryan said, please, before calling the cops, pick up their phone and subscribe on their screen too.
1: (laughs) Sounds like a moral of the story, Tyler. (laughs) I can't imagine you got another one because that was crisp and beautiful.
0: Uh, (laughs) What is the moral of the story, player? Subscribe on all your screens, even in the face of death. We need your support, guys. And, uh, and and I can only kill, Ryan and I can only kill so many people at once and subscribe on their screens. We need you. I know. I'm getting carpal tunnel from all this battery. <laughs> Ryan,
1: what's the moral of the story? Okay, follow me down this thought pattern very Uh-oh. quickly, okay? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed the sweeping sensation of playing video games on your iPad or on your iPhone mm-hmm. that really all it is is management? You push a button, the game plays for itself?
0: Love it. Do you love it? I, I love it in You lazy fuck. I, I love it in the way that, that I hate it, where I'm I'm I realize it is the most vapid no skill. of empty things sure. that you could do. And I and I'm it's 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 the dopamine hit.
1: And there is a rise of that in gaming. I believe that is the exact same explanation. For cuckolding. We're so fucking lazy, we can't even play with our own wives anymore. We got to sit back and let somebody do it while we hold her hand <laughs> for some reason.
0: I, the moment people start putting their iPhone in a cage is when I'm out. I don't want to deal with that anymore. Well, so you don't text when you drive. <laughs> My name is Ryan. We are those guys you hate.
1: Be kind or we'll kill you. I'm going to get that. You're going to get it eventually. I'm going to get it one day. One fifteen. <laughs>
0: Red circle, red circle, Tyler. Can, red. Can you uh, crank my headphones up to the middle? Circle. You're pretty there. Oh, okay. Is that I'm good? pretty? And I'm there. You're pretty, and you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up, bro? How uh, goes it? Not much, man. Ooh, chunky. Not-
1: <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm the gross one. I yeah, know. yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, I know. Real projection, yeah. real. Mukos Projection. That's talent. how projection works, Ryan. <laughs> I'm doing well. I mean, you know, I went to another one of my weekend getaways. Calling it was a little, it. Little, little mini weekend, as my close friends like to call it, the sex cult. Well, I've just been waiting for years for the sex. It is yet to, yet to arrive.
1: Yeah, see? yeah. I've, I've just been standing over here in a corner trying to start it up by myself, and they keep calling the police. <laughs>
0: They've just been ignoring me. Damn Yankees. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's helpful. You know, we went full kook this, this, uh, this weekend, and we started— uh, you know, looking at our daydreams and like, what is it that your brain focuses on? Okay, and what what is your daydream when is it's you, when it's turned off? What does your brain focus on? That I, 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 and it's different, you know. Like anybody who turns their you know turns their brain off, so to speak, at any given time, impossible. Your brain doesn't work. True, true, true. Where you where you lose yourself in a in a trance almost. And, you know, you ever catch yourself where you're staring at that one spot and you realize you're doing it, but you're lost in your own brain? Have you ever found yourself in that
1: situation and while you're doing it, you're like, oh shit, I'm staring really hard right now. Oh, and yeah. then you start thinking about how hard you're staring. Mm-hmm. Love that.
0: But then the feeling of like, oh, bringing myself back is is tough. Is that a good feeling to you? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I love that yeah, so it's, much. It's
1: weird, but it's... I also use that as a defense mechanism. When I don't want to make eye contact with people, I'm like, I'm so smart. I'm thinking hard. Leave me. It's Leave me weird. with my thoughts. It's weird
0: how you always stare directly at the kneecap. I don't understand why. Sure, <laughs> sure. Kneecap or, for- S- or... Sir, my
1: eyes are up here. <laughs> Not
0: for long. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, okay. So what do you daydream? I'm intrigued. Uh, I always, because I didn't uh, stick up for myself when I was younger and I still struggle with it I now. I appreciate
1: that by the way.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You made my childhood I'm, beautiful. I made for an easy target. <laughs> you guys actually came up. You and and Mikey Menendez came up over the weekend because you guys used to brought up I brought up old memories. You guys used to legitimately terrorize me when I was a kid. That's our job. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Damn and they
1: took our job, Tyler. <laughs> and
0: I'm realizing that I carry some PTSD like symptoms from it. Yes. and and so I I don't know how this became the blame game, but I Michael did it. I do. Fa- I have fantasies of being like the hero in oh. my own in my own story. I thought you were gonna say kill Michael in there. But no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit! No. It's the good
1: son, and I'm Elijah Wood.
0: No, I'm the I'm the the hero of my story, and I save somebody from oh, danger okay. or whatever it really? is. And I'm putting myself into this fantasy land that of course doesn't exist, and I'm just I'm avoiding the real world. It's another defense mechanism.
1: Uh, and maybe that's why video games. Taken such a strong role in your, in Absolutely. your life. Absolutely, it was because, that was my getaway. Yeah, you could do what you're describing and collect all those rings when you go around the big loop. Yeah,
0: yeah. you know ah, what I'm talking about. The glory days voo, of voo, Sonic. Voo, voo. <laughs> it sounds like a Beyblade. <laughs> <Let> <laughs> it it up.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! So that's a uh, that's that's very nice, Tyler. Yeah, it's it was cool that you have all this insight. You know, it's funny. I was watching one of these shows on TV, and they were talking about the mind-body connection. Mm. And Nicole said to me, see, you always are so afraid about being a kook. She's like, this is modern culture right now. People have fully accepted these things that you're timid to talk about. And I think that that's very interesting. When you and I are always worried about spitting out a kook alert, then I, I think that sometimes we're just being insecure because I think people, this is heavy on people's minds right now.
0: Yeah, to so the insecurity part. Yeah, the answer to that is probably up to this point.
1: A yes. And for all the people who don't know what the kook alert sound like.
0: Mm. Oh, yes. That does it for my me. My
1: grandmother mm. used to sing this to me <laughs> as I was going to bed. This has
0: been passed down through my family's generation. And she would bring in
1: <laughs> bread and butter, a cup of milk, and the sweet, sweet
0: sounds of the cuckoo, Tyler. butter? Damn, Tyler, dude. Tyler, I am woke. Oh yeah, I am woke. Oh yeah. Usually, that's it's so weird how that can be used as an insult or a, a title that one bestows upon themselves. Go woke or go broke. <laughs> am I right? By by woke. What's uh, what are you specifying?
1: I'm glad you asked. Do you remember last week I told you that story about the kid uh, that knocked the shelf off at Dave and Buster's in the prize section? And, and you were proud of him. I was proud of him, mm-hmm. and I helped. in and I watched him from afar. Uh, legally, I wasn't. I didn't have <laughs> binoculars or anything. Uh, I watched him pick up all the stuff, put the shelf back where mm-hmm, it was supposed to go, and mm-hmm. I was really proud of him. And then he went back to get the toy that he just couldn't reach. I handed it to him. Mm-hmm. He then ripped it open and stole that shit. I
0: am now starting to think that maybe he he. This is a game that yeah. he runs where wow. he knocks that shelf down every day. It's like Ocean's Eleven, and in there. gets some poor cracker to walk yeah. up and and take care of the little black kid. Sh-
1: okay, first of all. I never mentioned that he was black, Tyler.
0: Yes, you did. I did not. He was black. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. How else would I know that he's black? Tyler, this is how you daydream. You, no, you came up with that. No, I will go back to next week's, last week's episode and find what he said. I he was a little black kid. I so woke that I never <laughs> mentioned that he's black,
1: Tyler. I can't wait for next you're, week's
0: Week in Review. You're toxic, man. You are toxic. There's, I did not
1: say that. There's not a on single purpose. <laughs> there's
0: not a single thing. Because it doesn't matter. There's not a single thing
1: that I said that was negative. I don't see color. <laughs> yes, you do. I said it. I said it. Traffic lights and I just don't know what to do. I
0: don't drive until there's
1: honking. I'm not sure. <laughs> good? Am I good? So tell your story. Uh well, that's it. I'm woke. That has no race? I didn't, I didn't mention that he was black. <laughs> yes, and, and, you no, I'm pointing out my I'm woke bona fides, my my wonafides. Okay. Style.
0: Okay. And here's why. All okay. Right. Because
1: I have a joke that I want to tell this week. And it's not even a joke. It's not a joke, it is a genuine observation. And I'm just pointing out how woke I am because I don't want there to be any retribution. Stop saying woke. I never said the kid was black. I'm woke. I'm woke. We'll see. Okay.
0: <laughs> Follow me. There's some fear in your eyes right
1: now. Down this path. <laughs> some doubt. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be hard in this country. Being an Asian person, a person of Asian descent. Sure. While owning a pet. Okay, now here's why I am saying that. Because you are setting yourself up much like, not that I noticed, but since you pointed it out, I guess what you're saying is true. A black kid stealing a a, a toy in Dave and Buster's where I'm the freaking getaway Mm -hmm, driver, mm -hmm. which I didn't mention. I, I saw an Asian person walking their Labrador retriever down the street and my mind immediately went to... I wonder if he's ever heard any jokes about that. Because mm, like, I I don't have any. For those who aren't- I'm at, not saying that.
0: As hateful as we. No. <laughs> you no. No. The, the joke is, is that Asian people, they eat dogs.
1: Isn't, isn't it true that we've looked up on the show that that is not a joke? It's an actual fact.
0: In certain parts of Asia, yes, that is true. And, and it's not just dogs. They eat all kinds of wild animals. They murder that pussy. That's that is exactly what I was talking about. Tyler and I talked before. This is exactly the shit I was talking about, right? I am
1: so sorry. (laughs) We're gonna get better and along the way Explain
0: it to the audience. Explain it to the audience.
1: Tyler and I feel as though we've lost our way. We we feel like we've bit <laughs> in too hard on our own shtick. We have. And we can't go very far because we do have intellectual points, but we like to mix it up with a little bit of humor. And I think that our humor
0: has become somewhat crass. We, we leaned on it a little bit too hard. Instead of witty bathroom humor, it's just become potty humor. Sure. And it's just not, sure. it's not the, the, the banter has become uh, gross and, as I called it, low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. So we're going to clean it up.
1: <laughs> clean clean up that dirty mouth, Tyler. <laughs> so do you agree with what I'm saying while well, not making any joke about that? It just it's what popped into my head. Not the joke, but I wonder if this guy suffer, you know, suffers the slings and arrows of, you know, backwards American culture
0: sometimes. Oh, it's the same thing as any time I see a redhead. How many times do you think that person has heard the soulish joke that redheads don't have souls? Do you think that actually hurts people though? Like what a
1: what a not concrete joke to make. Like who cares?
0: Um yeah, I guess I guess somebody bringing up something as a joke that's also based in fact would be a little bit more hurtful. The only people who ever get defensive <laughs> are the people who done did it. It's true. Yeah, yeah so, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be associated with that, but you see that all the time. It's like when you talk about slavery 200 years ago and people today are like, "Well, i never owned anybody." It's like, "What are you doing?"
1: Does this guy actually have a slave?
0: <laughs> somebody <laughs> should do a wellness check at his yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Any dog cages <laughs> in here? Why? I just want to I want to look around and see what you got going. Done.
0: It is, it is weird. Not weird. It is, you see it across all cultures, people who associate themselves with these things in their culture, even if they may not do it.
1: Yeah. And we're just a defensive society. Anyway. A species. Uh, leave.
0: Brittany alone. Please. <laughs> she,
1: she deserves it. She's been <laughs> held captive for a very long time. <laughs> she, Speaking of slavery.
0: <laughs> she, well, I wouldn't go that well. I mean, I mean,
1: Almost, I mean, almost. I actually don't know the ins and outs of that story, but Britney's uh, dad leave her alone.
0: Apparently her dad is a rat bastard. I believe that money
1: of that sort and fame of that sort can be poisonous at any level. Your own child. How about that? Woo, yeah. I don't get it. All right, and I just have one little thing to touch on here. I heard something.
0: I, I mean, not until I have a kid and make them work for every dollar I earn. You go till that field.
1: <laughs> uh, I was listening to a basketball game last night. You came downstairs, you heard me. Miami Heat, go Heat! And their radio announcer, Jason Jackson, who is a very particular announcer. He does a great job. Do you know Jason Jackson? I, I do. I Jay was, Jackson, if you're nasty. I, I was a a Mike English fan myself. Me. He was fantastic. He was fantastic and he was a legend and he was negative about the team sometimes, which I love
0: critical. He was critical about things that needed to be critical. He didn't just, he didn't just rip on them. He said, Oh, look at this lack of effort. You're right. Because they were
1: being lazy. And I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, It was great. So last night I heard something while listening to the broadcast that I have never heard. And I really enjoyed it. It was very personal while he was broadcasting a game. Mm -hmm. PJ Tucker went, Running for a loose ball, and while he was getting the loose ball, he was coming out where they were broadcasting from. Sure, slammed into the media table. Okay, and knocked over a hot cup of coffee onto Jason Jackson's lap Ow. in the middle of the game.
0: He had to have cursed right then uh, and there. He right? did not. Wow. He, he
1: he went. I mean, he handled it as much of a professional with a burnt penis could. Uh, he, he, he crushed it. It was super interesting because it was so much like what we were talking about. It was such a real moment, but I could tell it was kind of mad because it wasn't his tea, Tyler. It was the guy running the camera and he's oh. like, he, he, he brought it up without even bringing it up. He's like, Oh, and I got Earl gray all over my slacks. Not even mine. And I'm like, well, that guy's fired. <laughs> That's bad, bro. You're- <laughs> Who's
0: leaving their tea on my table? You're you're
1: insane. I get trouble. one
0: thing in this shitty stadium. It is this table. Yeah. You don't put your tea on my yeah. table. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it is there is a certain offense to it where when you get hot liquid spilled on your lap, there is a reactionary, oh shit, no matter the situation. But when it's not your no. liquid. Yep. You're fine. There's a certain insult. That Clean that out your it? desk, Jared. <laughs> Clean out your camera and yeah. get the hell out Clean of out here. Clean out your camera. <laughs> I don't know if
1: that works, but do it. Um, and that's it. And that's it. I
0: just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's You see the way that these guys are so precise and so professional where one of the most famous Sports clips now in history with the guy who, and I cannot remember his name, who got caught saying the homophobic slur uh, uh, and then called, oh, and there's a deep drive by Castellanos sure. deep in the left
1: field. Yeah, the guy, I think he was the, the announcer for the Reds. Uh, we can review. Maybe we can get this clip and, and we can review. And uh, he used a homophobic slur mm. when he didn't think the mic was on, which I think makes it okay. Am I right about that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Do I have that right? just talked to that NASCAR driver who dropped the N-word. Wow. <laughs> well, he thought the, the mics were off, too. <laughs> I,
1: am I not allowed to be racist <laughs> and private? I mean, I this was a free
0: country. big yeah, bigot
1: or no bigot. Come on. And uh, so anyway, real moments in real time, burnt wieners. Let's do the show.